Hello and welcome to the Dits on Wrestling podcast, the Royal Navy's only pro wrestling pod. And as always, which is nice to say these days, I am joined by my co-host, Anthony. How are you doing? Hey, Hey, that's me. I'm doing pretty good. Um, excited? You watched AEW? I did. We talked about it in a previous episode. That was we fantastic. Did. And if you haven't listened to it, you should go back and do that because it's should. definitely worth your while. And now here we are. And we are. Follow through on your commitment. You watched some AEW. I'm excited to see what your thoughts were. And it, it was, all things considered, it was a pretty good episode. So I'm interested to see what your thoughts are and where we go from here. Yeah, like I, I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we did the episode last week because, yep. like, I've wanted to get into it for a while, and like, kind of doing that gave me an excuse. And you, you did sell it pretty well. Um, oh, obviously, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out so you can kind of gauge um, yes. where we're going with this. Um, but yeah, I did watch AEW this week and uh, pleasantly surprised at how much I actually enjoyed it. Okay. Um, admittedly, I did fall asleep in a few areas of the show but that is not that's nothing to do with aew that's more to do with the fact that i get about two hours sleep <laughs> i was gonna say that's more to do to like the five hour time difference in which you are ahead so it's quite late when aew is on yeah so yeah i slept you know intermittently throughout the show but i, I think i got enough of it to gauge how good it was um okay. now this 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 episode this week is like a, it literally is a, a mishmash of, of things it's, it's a we double did a, feature it is a double feature that's a nicer way to say mishmash um but we did it's <laughs> a better it's have... a better it's a more professional way it of is. saying mishmash. and we are, obviously we are a professional podcast as everybody knows at this point top, top, top in france <laughs> top 50 in france come on baby um yeah so we're doing a double feature there we go um this week we did have something uh planned originally we were going to get somebody on and do an interview but sadly that fell through um but as the uh as the professionals that we are we were able to think on our feet and come up with this yes and both of these things were going to be bonus episodes but now they are a double feature on this week's show um, you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome audience. yes um and on the i mean on the tweet that um, is promoting this episode. You know, if you don't want to listen to the AEW side of things, even though you should, um, I will put a timestamp in there. So if you want to go and just listen to the quiz, you can. If you want to listen to this, then obviously it's the start of the show. Or if you want to listen to both, then you're just here for the whole ride. Yeah, which is, you know, that's always good. Yeah. You know, you know don't, don't half-ass half ass anything. Anything worth doing is worth doing right, you know, so see it through to the end, and it'll be, it'll be worth your while. I sure am excited for what's going to happen on the back half of this episode and you know as much as i am for the front that's what she said but also <laughs> i am there it is there it is there it is so you get that's what she says in the first half and pirate mm-hmm. jokes for the whole yes. second half yes what a time to be alive what a time to be engaged with the dow pod <laughs> you're welcome you have Everyone. a whale of a time Already. Oh, is that? Oh, you should have said that. I should. You should say that. Damn, that's a oh, yeah, nautical reference. A whale of a time. Wasted it. Damn. I'll, I'll write it down. Right. <laughs> Save it for <laughs> the write next. Write it down. <laughs> just like just thinking. Oh, what was that pun that I said on the show last that week? Was really, oh, something about. It was so like good. A, something about a dolphin. No, <laughs> was it a shark? Shark. Shark of a time. No, that's not it. Sharks in the water. Crabs. See, no, crabs. was it a? Was it a crab joke? It's crabulous. Oh. Oh. 
You should know. You should write. You should. Ooh, you should write down that whale joke and then seal it, and keep it nice and tight. See what I did there? Because seals are also. Are you actually writing? I hear scribbles. Whale. <laughs> Whales. Just write whales. <laughs> That's it. And then they'll come to it. Oh, oh, let's have a list of my puns. Whale. It'd be funny if you just wrote it down. So I was like, all right, so I'm going through. As you're going through your notes, you're like, okay, AW. Okay, here's how many listens we did. Why? Why did I write whale in all whale, caps? Whale. Is this am I the wailing? Key? Am I? Is am I wailing? Key? Like, audibly wailing, or am I physically <laughs> wailing? What, what is this wailing? Well, why am I wailing? What's It'd be whale? funny if you wrote this in like your journal or like a diary, and then someone found it, and they were like, "This is the key. This is like why he went missing. Like, why else would he write whale in all caps? It makes no sense." And there's six people in a room just scratching their heads. Like, break it down. Like, the W is like the X amount of letters in right? the alphabet. Is it an like, anagram? What is, this? is it an anagram? If we rearrange the letters, do they stand for something different? Does each letter stand for a word? Was he killed by a whale? Dave, go and get a copy of Moby Dick. I have a feeling that's got something to do with it. <laughs> the the paper in which he wrote this down on was white. Moby Dick is about a whale. That whale is a white whale. It makes sense. Go find a copy of Moby <laughs> Dick. He was killed by Ahab. It's only it's only fitting. Into the rabbit hole you go. Down you go. Oh. We're off to a great start. Amazing. Um <laughs> For all the fans, for all the people out there who listen who like love Moby Dick, that's like a huge like they're all pop for that reference. I'm like, I know that book. <laughs> And uh, speaking of Moby Dick, um, AEW was fantastic this week. Nice segue. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I mean, as I said, yeah, I slept for a uh, a decent amount of the show. Um, so but, what'd you see? What'd you see? So, ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, I saw Cody Darby. Okay, okay, so let's start there then. How, what'd you think of that? I enjoyed it. Okay, did you like the whole thing? Um, There was... Stuff that was kind of like, uh, like why is this? Why is this happening? And it, it, it was, I, I tried to remember like before we started recording this, like did did that actually happen? Yes, it did happen. Like Britt Baker hitting Cody with her shoe was very random, and I don't know why it happened. Maybe I needed to watch like previous episodes of AEW to kind of get it. Was it? It was Cody that got hit with the shoe, or was it? I'm trying to it? remember now. I don't remember. Somebody definitely got hit by a shoe. I think it was. I think it was Cody. I'm so distracted from the. I liked the match. I hated the ending. I didn't like Brandy coming out with the water. I didn't think that made any sense. I didn't. Yeah, that, like, I thought, like even Jericho was kind of like. Yeah, why is she out here? Like, what's that going something on? was going on with it. Like it was it like didn't make poison, any sense. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like it. It didn't make any sense. And just for Darby to take it and like hit Cody in the head with it, I didn't think that made sense. I didn't like the finish because, like, Darby hits the coffin drop, and I get it that like Cody rolled him up, but like not really. And also, neither dude's shoulders were down. So like, even if like Darby got pinned, his shoulders still weren't down. I thought the I get the the premise of it that like yeah maybe they're building towards this. Darby like can't overcome Cody type of thing and like Darby keeps missing out on the big one and Cody barely like got away I'm fine with the story aspect of it but I thought it was sloppily done and I didn't necessarily like the execution and I thought the Brandy part was stupid like she came she got run over and then came like limping out holding her stomach to give Cody water like it's it, th- <laughs> that, that was my bigger thing because it's not like like it's not like Brandy's always there at ringside to give Cody water like it's not like this is like, it's not like she was Paul Bearer and she came limping out holding the urn because everybody knows, like, Taker draws his power from the urn. Yeah. Like, she came out to give him water. Like, we have no previous 
yeah, like we we know it's water, but there's no previous thing of like, oh, you know, everybody knows Cody gets super dehydrated really fast, so that's why Brandy's here. Like, it didn't make any sense. I didn't like that. Yeah, I did think that was random, but I, think- I was watching it, thinking of you being like, oh, it's just so stupid, and I told he's watching it, and he's gonna be like. This is what Anthony was fucking going on about. This is so fucking dumb. I'm like, why you made me look like a fool. But like, I mean, for the most of that, I mean, that aside, like, I actually really enjoyed the match. And Darby Allen, Jesus, like, I've yes. seen him wrestle like a couple of times before, but this is the first time I've seen it in like a long time. What a fucking talent he is. Yeah, unique so look. Yeah, cool performer. He was one of my uh, like people to watch out for when mm-hmm. we talked about that on our previous episode of a uh, AEW talk that went last week, and he. He's he's able to work with any kind of wrestler. He can make anything work. I thought he was good again in this match. Um, he's even better when he gets to wrestle like Sammy Guevara or other dudes that can like <clears throat> go like he can and do more like cruiser weighty type things. And he also works well with like big dudes because he sells the shit out of everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Darby did good again. I thought yeah, again, I thought it was a good match overall. I didn't like. I wish you had some more of a banger to come into, especially like since how much, seeing as how much like I talked it up. But other than the ending, yeah, I thought it was fine. But in terms of like everything that surrounded it, I love the fact that AEW have the wrestlers as the crowd. I love that aspect of it because they're they're just cheering just random nonsense every now and then, and then you've got like um, the fact that he had Sean Spears in the crowd as well, so they could kind of add that layer to it. Little things like that, I really enjoyed. I was going to mention that as well. That detail was so perfect. And then, like, that Sean Spears was still, like, basically in character the whole time. He was rooting super hard against Cody. Mm -hmm. He glared at him when he came out. He wanted to, like, hit him when Cody got next to that part of the guardrail. Like, yeah, that that was spot on with what you just said. Like, that that piece of detail, like, it really – it just adds so much to it. Like, that that interaction is – and that relationship is still maintained. But I still don't understand why Britt Baker hit him with a shoe. I don't. I didn't get that. I don't. I think that is that just her like. I think she's just being it up or. Oh, literally hit her with (laughs) itchy. She hit him with her heel. Hey oh yeah, I think she was just doing pun you'll hear on the show today. No, you're gonna hear a lot more. Yeah, you're gonna have a whale of a time. Damn it! I used it too early. You're gonna have a real dolphin of a time, right? Ooh, nautical stuff. Um, And uh, the second thing I really enjoyed, and this this goes throughout the show, was Jericho's commentary. It was an absolute treat he's been doing really great and he's somebody who i think dudes that are really like in tune now i don't want to say in tune with the business but like who are fans of wrestling and who have been in it for so long like jericho when he did commentary cm punk when he had his commentary run for a little bit um even a more recent example samoa joe yes on commentary has been great I, i think it's a really awesome thing when you get top level wrestlers to do the color commentary aspect especially with somebody like jericho because he what he's been doing in commentary is like trying to be unbiased but at the same time he's also like talking shit about the people that he doesn't <laughs> like so he'll give you like he'll be like oh you know cody was like a great wrestler in college you know he went on you know scholarship to penn state he was a great collegiate wrestler he sucks and he can't beat me but you know it's okay it is what it is <laughs> like and just him doing that like oh he he had one bit when um during the Lance Archer match, he was talking about how Archer is, like, unstoppable right now and crushing everybody. And he was like, you know, if I had to face Archer, I mean, of course I'd beat him. But I'd have to do, like, this and that. <laughs> like, he's just really been nailing that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that, there was a line in that main event as well that he said that, like, it, it, it popped me. But I can't, I can't remember what it was. 
have to go back and watch it. But I was just like, Jericho's. I mean, Jericho's fantastic anyway, isn't he? Yeah. But um, now nah, he's, he's. I mean, has he be, is he? Is he not doing any like in ring stuff, or is it? He hasn't been to a degree. They've been. I think since the quarantine stuff, I don't think he's had a match on TV. He's had some in ring action and some back and forth with Matt Hardy. Yeah, but hasn't really had in ring action. Um, and I know a lot of it too is based on like who they can have in the building, mm-hmm. what they can do with the matches. Something that I, I found that was really cool, I guess. So they've been taping everything, like they all these like episodes they like taped in one setting in like one group of succession. So like that. Um, I don't know if you'd fall asleep or not during it, but the match between the best friends versus uh, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. I was in and match? out of that. Okay, but you know that match happened. Yes. So they taped that match the same day that Trent wrestled Kenny Omega. So Kenny Omega and Trent had like a singles match. I think it was like two or three AEWs ago, but they taped them all on the same day. So Trent did that match <clears throat> against Kenny and then later in the day did the tag match against Havoc and Sabian that we saw hmm. on AEW this week, which I thought was cool. But to connect it with the Jericho piece, I think, yeah, they've just been – because they've been trying to knock everything out in one setting and not have to consistently like bring everybody back and out of quarantine and then based on who they can bring in and when, I think they've pretty much not restricted Jericho, but they've kind of kept him to the commentary booth and then all the different little vignettes and bubbly bunch stuff and things with Matt Hardy and Vanguard One and like the digital aspect to keep that feud alive rather than having him do like actual in-ring stuff. Yeah, I think that works as well. It's very, very good. Um, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, especially in the. It's tough. Like I think they, we talked about it in last week's episode. Like they, they've maintained consistency with stuff, and that's hard considering that they can't have certain people around other people and can't have like capacities of people at the same time. I enjoyed it so, though. I enjoyed it's it. Not easy. Like the because like, this that's the one thing I was concerned about was, uh, in, like in terms of like how many people they can have there and all that kind of stuff. Like uh, the empty arena show essentially. Um, mm-hmm. That I was kind of like, I'm getting back into AEW and like, there's no crowd and like, is that going to kind of take away from it? And, I know, and then I kind of thought, no, nah, it isn't really because, you know, WWE are offering that same exact thing at the moment. So I can compare them on that level. And then when this the crowds come back, I can then compare them, you know, on a different level. But I, I think what AEW are doing in terms of how they're managing like the quarantine situation and, you know, who they've got available, blah, blah, blah. Um, they're doing it a lot better than WWE. Yeah, it's I don't know why I think the I think it's the crowd part for me for AEW. I like yeah. the wrestlers being at ringside. There's just something that having some kind of presence. Yeah, helps. there's there's been just some sort of flatness that each NXT show has had and I know that's again hard to say because it, everybody's basically filming and producing in the same way with the empty arena type thing, but yeah, I found it's got to be because of having the wrestlers at ringside and that potential little crowd interaction. Maybe it's been Jericho, but yeah, I find myself not. I still notice that there isn't a crowd, but I don't mm-hmm. find myself as distracted by that. Yeah, watching AEW as I do the other promotions. And it was refreshing for me, to be honest. I, wish- I liked it. Um, now I don't know what happened after that. After that opening match, where did where did, <laughs> where did we go from there? Can you remember? I'm trying. I'm trying to think of everything in succession. I know that tag match happened. I know we had... So the had... tag match, I saw a little bit of. Um, it was it was basically Jimmy Havoc throwing weapons at people. Basically, uh, yeah. That's all I of... remember. 
Um, it had some cool spots. There was um, some good chair spots involved. Um, it had a good finish, but it was kind of just not meh, but it, it was fine enough, but nothing that like I'd write home about. Um, and then there was also the the Wardlow match. Did you see that? Um, I caught the back end of it when he did like an airplane F5. Did you see um, right before that when oh, he did that he like, did, knee um, thing? Like the knee, yeah. Yeah, I thought I've seen him do. First off, two things with that. I let. I don't mind Wardlow. I think he's promising, and I do like him. I don't like his finisher because I think it's just a knockoff of the F5, mm-hmm. and it annoys me a little bit. The knee thing, I think, is very cool. I think that should be his finisher. I so do I. Even though it's like hard to set up, I guess, but I like it. But he's done it several times, and I've been like, damn, that looks like it could be botched. This past week, I thought he broke that dude's face. <laughs> I don't know how. And I was reading some stuff online. They were like – people were talking about the um, the jobber that he faced. Like didn't – he didn't move his head in the right way. Like he was supposed to put his head or face like into Wardlow's thigh, but he didn't do it fast enough. So that's why he like ate most of the knee. But it looked brutal, and yeah, like it's a really cool finisher. It looks good. It 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 just seems so dangerous to me because I yeah. don't know, and maybe it's because I'm not in the business, but I just don't know how you do that move and someone doesn't break their face. <laughs> case in point, Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, like this case in point. <laughs> and I don't know if he got. I I read some things that he had, uh, the dude who who ate the knee that he had some blood on him a little bit later, but people were saying that it happened after the airplane F five thingy and not the knee to the face. But that was fucking brutal but it'd be Jer- cool Jericho it. sold it as well didn't he he was like oh my god like it was he broke his face <laughs> he broke his face yeah <laughs> literally yeah he did he, he, he I really saw that and I was like he had to have broken a nose or an orbital bone and I just I am not a wrestler but I was I was just thinking like I'm not taking that move I, I'm I, not eating no, that no oh, yeah, I'm gonna do this no no we're not gonna do that move exactly I don't I know I understand a lot of things like People have gotten hurt with the Styles Clash and the Muscle Buster, and I know it's like, okay, well, they didn't have their head tucked the right way, and they didn't do this, and I understand those type of things. This one, I don't know how you don't get hurt with this move. Like, I, I just – yeah, how do you sell – all right, dude, so here's what we do, right? I do a couple <laughs> power slams, do a clothesline. I'm going to put you up in the turnbuckle. Got it. Cool. And then I'm going to, like, lean you into my hand because you're, like, knocked out, right? Cool. I like that. And then I'm going to drop you, and I'm going to knee you right in your fucking face. <laughs> and that's when I'd be like, mm, what? No, you're okay. I don't, I don't. I, yeah, I'm a little bit against that. Yeah, I know. No, I it's like totally safe. Yeah, no, I don't. Especially after seeing that, I'd be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> not doing But it that. looked great, to be fair. It, it did, did look, look great. great. I, even, and if it like, I was, like, sat there and I went, ooh. Like, I actually, I, I never make any kind of noises or react, really, to much wrestling because it's all in my head. Like, if I'm enjoying it, it's in my head. I'm enjoying it in my head. It's the same with, like, it's weird. Like, I could be watching something, like, really, really funny and... I'm like, other people would be laughing now. And if I've watched it with people, they are laughing. And I'm just laughing inside my head. I'm just like, yeah, that was funny. Like, I'm, I'm weird like that. But I actually did audibly go, oh, yeah, with this same one. For so me. it was like, ah, Jesus. I yelled with, I, I audibly I... yelled at that. And I also did the same thing. There was a spot in the Brody Lee Marco stunt match. Definitely asleep for that one. He, oh, he did. I think he did like a last ride. Yeah, he finished him off with this like last ride type power bomb. But he just, I swear he just picked Marco stunt up to the ceiling and just (laughs) slammed the shit out of him. And Marco sold it perfectly. Like he 
held the back of his head so his ham did his his ham his head didn't slam against the mat so mm-hmm. he was fine but it just sounded brutal it looked brutal i yeah i scared the uh i scared the fiance with that one because i literally was like oh and she was like what <laughs> happened and i was like i think this guy's dead like <laughs> That made me yell audibly as well. And uh, those matches were in close succession with one another. And I, I came away with both of those points being like, fuck, those were – those look brutal. But I guess that's the point. Like if you can make – I like to consider myself a seasoned wrestling watcher veteran. And so not much makes me go like, oh, but the, both of those were like, oh, shit. And I yelled and it got me out of my seat. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch that now because I'm curious about that move. Just, the just Marco Stuff one or the Yeah, the Marco Stuff one, just to see if I can go, ooh, see if my reaction is the same. And um, it came out of, he, it came like after another, a, a cool spot. Marco was in the corner and like went to jump onto, like he tried to do like a crossbody onto Brody Lee and Brody like ran at him and caught him and turned it into like a big boss, uh, big boss man slam type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Really nice. That sounded good, but didn't look dangerous. And then yeah, right after that, he finishes him with this power bomb and it just like, fuck yeah, I don't, I feel like Marco, like, backstage was just like, hey, just pick me up and, like, slam the fuck out of me. And Brody Lee was like, are okay. you sure? And he was like, yeah, just, like, slam the hell out of me. It'll look great. And Brody was like, okay. And he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go back and watch that. I'm curious. Um, and to be honest, there was only really two things. I, I mean, I don't know how much else happened on the show, but two things that I did watch were the bubbly, the bubbly bunch and the main event. Those are both spot on. Britt Baker also had a cool little vignette thing. That was really funny, actually. I, I think Moxley had something as well, didn't he? Moxley had a funny one. Um, well, Moxley's was... Britt's was just, like, obviously her playing in that character, and that was funny. That was good. Moxley's was, like, a promo for himself and, like, being champion and, like, basically cutting, like, a regular old promo in the desert. But then he ended it with, like, a... Like coronavirus related stuff and told and he just he did it very seriously in deadpan and was talking about like, yo, I'm gonna be the champion and I'm here for the long haul and this and that and I've beaten this guy, I'm gonna beat everybody. And then he was like, Do I have your attention now? Like listen to me very closely and then he like yelled at everybody to like make sure they call their grandmother during like coronavirus stuff and that was kind of <laughs> funny. But it was a cool promo. It was very Moxley esque. He was wearing like combat boots and his jeans and a plain t shirt and he was in like I think he lives in Arizona or something like that. And he was in like literally in like the desert on like the side of a mountain that looked like it from an episode of Breaking Bad or something like that. And he just cut this cool promo. And yeah, other than that and those little bits, it was onto the main. And what did you think of the main? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Dustin anyway. Um, but th- this was real. This was actually my first um, exposure to Lance Archer. And Jesus Christ. That, that, that guy surprised me a lot. Like, he did... Like, the thing that really caught me off guard was, like, when he went old school and then did a moonsault. I was like, flip, right? Huh? You know what's even crazier? That? You know what's even crazier? You know Lance Archer is 43 years old? I mean, I thought... I figured he was, like, not on the younger side of things, but I didn't realize he was 43. Right? I thought he was going to be... I was thinking, like, mm, 36, 37, maybe. Yeah, he's 43 years old. Jesus. And he's still – I think he's a better wrestler now than – I remember seeing him in TNA as Lance Hoyt, and that's made me like – that's what made me look him up because I remember seeing him in TNA at like 2005, 2006, and I was like, damn, I wonder how old he is like now. And I looked it up, and 
but he's yeah that old school into the moonsault was great his his he is locked in to his character his gimmick the music the move sets that he has the look like his verbiage his tone all of it he for me has been and I, I wish these matches were in front of a crowd so that way we could have that crowd reaction and also we could still have like a crowd would mean no quarantine stuff, which means we could also have like Jake the Snake present. Like Archer has just been on fire since last year's G1, and he's reinvented himself as an in-ring performer and as a singles wrestler. He was working with uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. for the longest time in Suzuki Gun and wrestling uh, in Japan, but now is like a singles dude. Yeah, he's he's on fire, and that was a good match with Dustin. Two big guys, heavy hitters, good ending, good setup for next week. It was solid. I mean, I thought the the, the ending was. A little bit strange and unnecessary. I mean, I love the turn, uh, the um, yeah, the turnbuckle spot. Even though, like the WWE, I mean, I said this last week. I'm streamlined to the mm-hmm. WWE way, and I saw obviously he exposed it and then slammed Dustin's head into it. And I was like, well, there's a DQ. I thought the same thing. I was like, are we not? Are we not? I mean, is he not gonna get disqualified for that? <laughs> but it carried on. I was like, okay, well, maybe that's just what AEW does, and it's kind of like. I mean, I think I remember actually from when I was watching it from like October to December. Like they, I think they kind of turned around and said it's at the referee's discretion as to what, the, mm-hmm. what you know, what happens. So I kind right. of just threw that answer into my head, whether that was the case or not. That's I a bit of the know. new. That's a bit of the new Japan motto too. Like they'll let like some things go by, and it is very much up to like is the ref like then they'll talk about it on commentary like oh is red shoes gonna call this match oh that's got to be a disqualification like how is he still letting this go on like so they'll weave it into the story a bit but yeah i thought the same thing and then that actually made me think it made me go back in my head i was like i thought if you do that to somebody on exposed turnbuckle that's disqualification and then i was rolling like clips back in my head (laughs) of everything from like 1990 and i was like was there never a disqualification with that? Did I make that up? Is it always been legal? And I was like, no. And that made me question myself for like a good five minutes. Because <laughs> I'm always, I always remember seeing like referees like throwing a paddy when somebody would well take the pad off the uh, off the turnbuckle and they'd be kind of like, I ah, give me that back, right? <laughs> you know, so like they, they clearly, otherwise they just go, oh yeah, you crack on with that pad, mate. You you do whatever you want. But they actually, yeah, you whatever. know, they they try and retrieve it. And all that stuff, and there was literally no fucks given. Yeah, <laughs> so they just like, let yeah, it go. You, you crack on. You want to break break a skull open? You be my guest. Um, I thought but, the same thing. So this is, and and incidentally, that was like the second time I've seen Dustin wrestle in the AEW. That I've only ever seen him wrestle twice in AEW, and both times he's been pissing blood. Uh huh. So. He he took this one pretty early. He I was trying to figure out when I was going to go back and rewind it, and I didn't. But I was trying to figure out when. He cut himself, and then, yeah, it was, like, maybe, like, four and a half minutes into the match, and they were like, oh, and Dustin's busted open, and I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> it does, I, but uh, it does add something to it. Like, I I've, I have used to be all for the blood when I was, like, a bloodthirsty kid. I was like, yeah, blood, amazing. Um, but then as I got older, I was kind of like, ah, you know, it's cool and everything, and it kind of adds something, but it's not needed. But every time mm-hmm. I see it now, like, I can kind of go, you know, that really does add something to it like lance archer was like like completely messing dustin up in places and you're kind of like well the blood makes sense yes especially with like again i'm not one for gratuitous violence like i don't think weapons or blood should be used in everything but when it is used especially when you use it sparingly it adds so much more to the moment and i thought this was another example of it especially with the story attached to it like dustin was kind of having like a 
not a midlife crisis, but like some sort of like character crisis within himself in terms of like the story for this was like, like, could he continue? And like, was he, you know, he's older, but is he, does he still have what it takes type of thing? And so him bleeding in this just added to the intensity of like, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's going to stop him in this match. He's going to give it everything he has. And then on top of that, feeding into the thing that like Archer is just this monster and is just beating the shit out of him. So like him bleeding adds to the fact of like, it doesn't matter what's going to happen to Dustin. He's going to keep on going. And then it also adds to Archer because Archer is just like not stopping and then like drawing blood at all these different parts on him. And just there were even some parts when, like based on different moves that they were doing, like Dustin's face was like rubbing up against Archer. So then Archer would have like blood streaks smattered across like his chest and his abdomen. And like that made him look even more menacing, like and terrifying as if he needed another thing to make him look more menacing and more <laughs> terrifying. Um, yeah, that was, I, and I thought the, I thought the ending was kind of cool with the towel being thrown in, but Cody didn't like know what to do, but like he should have, but shouldn't have. And Dustin didn't want to give up, but Brandy's there and all the stupid family drama and, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean that that that, that for me, I was kind of like, eh, this is a little bit unnecessary, you know. I, I get why, you know, Cody came out and you know was playing the whole brother thing, but <clears throat> the whole towel, like Dustin was done regardless. Apart from like, I think he took like another hit um, afterwards, and then Lance got the got the pin. But I was kind of like, uh-huh. you know, it it doesn't really matter if he frozen this towel now or not. Like Dustin is out. If it would have been different if if Lance Archer, like, literally went to town on uh-huh. Dustin, like, after that and just beat ten bells of shit and out And that's of what I expected. When he didn't throw in the towel, I expected, like, okay, now Archer's gonna, like, beat the ever-loving shit out of him. And, and kind of, like, did, stare down he, Cody at the same time yes. as if to go, well, this is what you you've done. Yep, you know, you didn't do this, so now, guess what? I'm gonna fucking kill your brother right in front of you because you didn't want to throw in the towel. Like, more mind games. But he didn't. He just, like, pinned him, and then I was like, oh, okay this is also another option i guess the the one thing i did like with that though is when he pinned him cody and brandy and qt like everybody came in the ring to check on dustin and archer was just still standing there with this like this like psychotic pleasured smile on his face staring at dustin and then staring at cody like like he was like he oh he was like he was like pressing Cody to do something and at the same time like admiring the work that he was doing and admiring like what he had done to Dustin and how upset Cody was that was I think really spot on for me yeah and I think it was it was it was a good way to close it and for me I was looking at it I was just like well obviously I don't really know um you know a lot of the stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks because obviously this first week I've you know delved into it so I don't know it got me invested for you know what we're going to see a double or nothing having their match yeah, it'll yeah. be yep that final it, that they're gonna go live with. Oh. Now they have come out and announced that. I still think it's no fans, but they will be live. Oh, that'd be nice. It'll be a nice little change of pace. Yeah, they um, built well to it. Yeah, I, I see. I see Archer winning. I think Archer's gonna win. I don't yeah. see how we. I would be pissed off if Cody wins. Yeah, I. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> bearing like everything that I've seen. Um, I mean, I say everything I've seen. The one match that I've seen <laughs> yeah, Archer have, you know, like I'd, I'd be disappointed um, if Cody came away with it because Cody doesn't need it. No, you know, and <laughs> that's I mean, so it could be like with everything I've seen, everything with the I've seven, seen, with the seven and a half minutes I've been, <laughs> I need this. Um, but no, like, but I mean, what I've, 
invested in this storyline with with the with the, <laughs> the amount of soul and emotion that I have poured into Archer. I need it. I know my shit. Um, but no, like oh, as a whole, you know, obviously what I saw because you know I was asleep for some of it, but um, I it was really good. Like, like generally, I mean, I haven't watched NXT this week, so I can't, you know, do a comparison on that front. Um, but no, like, I was literally like, there wasn't even, a, like, a question, like, eh, I'll think about watching it next week. Like, it is a quick case of, yes, I am fucking, I'm in. I'm back. Nice. Nice. And it's only, and then the, the, the cool thing with it for this is, like, I feel like watching it now, you're getting in on somewhat of the ground floor because it's only going to get better once they get back to having the crowds and having the full roster like what you're seeing is good now Mm -hmm. but it's still somewhat watered down just off of the fact of they can't have the full roster there they can't have their full storylines and everything that they're trying to do and then when you add on top of it like they can't have the crowd and the atmosphere and the energy so like once you see it full like when it comes back i think it's going to be even better so if you like it now i think it'll be 10 times better once things go back to normal i'm excited and then we might see the revival let's see the revival come through that would be kind of think about that i really think they're gonna come i know we spoke about it last week i really think they're gonna show up that first night that AEW is back in front of a live audience i I, they have to be there i just see it it's got to be i mean the, the big money is obviously bucks and um and the revival or what they call now the revolt yeah i think so. yeah Yeah, so like seeing those two oh like i mean i'm not the biggest fan of the young bucks but as you know i'm a huge fan of um well i keep i keep calling the revolt revival i'll just call them the revival because it's what i know the revolver hall um yeah i'm a big fan of those so i'm i'm really really looking forward i mean we obviously it's not set in stone but i think that's ultimately obviously where they're going to go because that's where the money is that's where it is. Um, but no, really, really good episode of uh, of Dynamite. I really enjoyed it. And I think if you're if you're listening to this and you're kind of because I've I've said this on Twitter a few times um, over the week when I've been plugging the episode, like um, like if you're streamlined to the WWE way, and I still am, like regardless of how much I enjoyed AEW, you know, probably will continue to enjoy AEW um, going forward. Like I'm still probably going to be streamlined to the WWE way and WWE will always be the number one thing that I watch. Like I will never miss something based in WWE. Like, it's just not going to happen. Cause that's just, that's just my fandom. That's just what I've grown up with. Um, but despite that, like you, if, if you are that way, just open yourself up just a, a little bit more stuff, you know? And I mean, for me, and this goes for a number of promotions, actually, which I, if, if I've got the time, I'll delve into. But for me, AEW is on free TV every single week. So, like, I have access to that thing. I have access to Impact. I have access to MLW. And in the next couple of weeks, apparently, having read something about it a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm going to have access to Ring of Honor as well. So, oh, man. All, for, all on free TV. So, I've got all this wrestling that I have literally no excuse not to watch because... Especially now, I have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, if you know, if you are inclined to follow, you know, the WWE, just open yourselves up just a little bit. If you don't like it, you don't like it. At least you gave something a go. But I think that's a really good take. Yeah, I think that's and, and the fact that I did enjoy AEW, I've just added something that something extra that I enjoy in life to my already enjoyable life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good take. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Especially with like the free TV aspect. Like I yeah. I'll bang the drum for New Japan 
every minute of every day, but I recognize the, like, they, especially if you're indoctrinated to, like, the WWE way of things, like, it's different to get on, like, New Japan schedule in terms of, like, how they run shows and pay-per-views and, like, they mm-hmm. don't really have episodic shows and then, then you gotta, like, it's 9.99 yen and sometimes it's really difficult to, like, pay for New Japan World because it's on, like, a different, like, payment system and it's weird, but, like, with AEW, I feel like for most people, especially here, like, speaking in the States, like, it's it's pretty easy to either put on TNT or find some sort of streaming service that shows it to you and if you don't like it, I think, I think you again, you were spot on. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine, but I think you should give it an open and honest chance and not go into it with like blinders on or determine that you're not going to like it or determine that you are going to like it. Just go in with an open mind. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, that's what, that's fine. But I, I think your, your example is pretty, is pretty eye opening for me because I'm like, I'm, I, I'm more versed in wrestling outside of wwe slash wwf so it's not uncommon for me to be watching wrestling that isn't wwe related but you are very much like wwe is your prime thing and your main thing and i fully recognize how it can be tough to to wean yourself off of that system and like appreciate other wrestling so i think it's actually really cool that you gave it an open chance and then that you liked it yay yeah, and shock horror, you can like both WWE and <gasps> AEW at the same time. What? It's a crazy world. You can like both? You can, apparently. I, I thought... Mm, it's against the rules. Right. I think you have to pick one. According, according to the internet, <laughs> and according to Twitter, you have to pick one. Yes, but I'm, 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 I'm going to go against trend here. I'm going to say that I like both. I will plant a flag in both. Ooh. Hot take. Hot take. Boom. Hot take. And that's really the way. Again, it's fine if you're a WWE fan. It's fine if you're an AEW fan. But if you are a wrestling fan, there is legitimately nothing wrong with liking multiple promotions. I wonder why that is such a thing. People get so like, oh, no, like I watch this. Fuck everything else. Like, I don't, it's not like you can just like wrestling. I know. It's weird. I, I, I don't understand it. Um, but that was like, I mean, the fun isn't over. That is like the first part of a two-part featurette. Fun has only started. It has. Um, so obviously that was the AEW side of things. Um, but if you want to stick around, we've got and you something. Should. And you should. We've got something fun coming up. In the t- like, it's the captain's cabin. The brand new quiz that we have devised. It's the pilot, so it's it's raw. It's not complete. It is a pilot. We're like working it all out. So you can you can have that ride with us as we figure this stuff out. This is uncharted waters, uncharted territory. Nautical references like it. <laughs> we are going somewhere we haven't gone before, and you will be a part of this first step in the journey. This is history making. This is momentous. This is oof. This is the NWO at Bash at the Beach. This is. Austin, you know, not tapping out to Bret Hart and bleeding. This is history in the making, and you are a part of it. <laughs> You've picked that up so much. <laughs> Fucking right, I did. <laughs> uh, and without further ado, let's uh, let's get into that, shall we? Welcome to the pilot of The Captain's Cabin, a brand new quiz show here on the Dow Pod. This is exciting stuff, isn't it, mate? 
this is another mate. <laughs> Come on. Call right with the pirate jargon. We are taking another gimmick, another concept on its maiden voyage. Oh. I just realized. I just realized. You just I did it. You just did it. I, but I, I wasn't planned. I <laughs> thought of it literally just now when you went to me, and I was like, oh, maiden voyage. That's a fucking nautical thing. <laughs> so I said, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, this is uh, another competition level thing that we're launching here, and another thing that pits us against each other. And I hope we don't embarrass ourselves with our lack of for all <laughs> wrestling knowledge and especially because we also pick some specialty things as i'm sure you're going to lay out like how this quiz is going to work and how, what we're doing going forward so i think it has the potential to be great and also we might embarrass ourselves but that's nothing new for the show no definitely not <laughs> as you as you'll find out next week which we'll uh, we'll plug shortly but uh, less on that and more on the quiz um, that, would so be, ba- that would be that would be par for the course but since we're pirates it would be <laughs> par, par- <laughs> oh dude Sorry. <laughs> I thought that was so stupid, but I really wanted to get it. I just thought of that one now, too. And it's a success Gar. already. Gar. That'd be funny, that. Gar. That'd be funny, that be. This is so dumb. I'm sorry. Continue with your intro. Um, yeah, so basically, um, if you've seen Mastermind, which is a sophisticated quiz show, which is completely opposite of what we're going for, um, <laughs> it's basically that, but with a, a pirate theme, as you might have gathered to this point. Gar. Gar. Um, so what it, basically what we wanted to do, because we've seen, we've seen other pods do quizzes, and I think people like have reacted to them really well, and it is a good thing because you can... It gives you the opportunity to bring people on that you might not have brought on in the first place, and you can create that spirit of competition, because we will have a leaderboard um, when it comes to this, and put all the points up, and make it all look nice and fancy. Um, so we figured we'd want to do it ourselves, and we'll see if we can put our, like, our own take on a quiz, when it's not just like question, I mean, I guess it is question and answer, but like to throw like a little bit of a gimmick to it. So if you've seen Mastermind which I, I don't know if it exists anywhere out of the UK. It might do. Um, but you didn't hear it. You've never heard of it, have you? No. You asked me if I had heard of it. I, th- I thought, and I still think I do, like when you say it to me, it rings some sort of bell in my head. But then when I looked at specifics for it, it was not something that I was familiar with. Yes. Yeah, so basically, it, it, you go on the show and you do a round of general knowledge and then you do a round of specialty knowledge questions so general knowledge can i mean in this case it's all wrestling general knowledge but in the actual show it's like literally any it could be anything and then the specialty subject you can go oh i want to do my specialty subject on shoes and then you get asked about shoes for a minute a minute and a half whatever it is um, whereas on here general knowledge is general wrestling knowledge and the specialty is whatever you know most about in wrestling so for example today and you're going for bret hart and i'm going for brock lesnar from when he came back to wwe so 2012 onwards so correct that's the gist correct i was i wanted you to be like yeah but because it's a wrestling podcast of course like the general knowledge you know part (laughs) will be about underwater engineering (laughs) i mean it's a given or pirates Pirate general knowledge. You heard about that new pirate movie that's coming out? Is, uh, it's rate. It's rated R. No, for fuck's sake. 
I got a bunch more in the bag. They're all coming out on this one. That's so dumb. <laughs> I'm going to try and not set you up for any, but you're still going to find a way to creep them in. I am. A thousand percent. <laughs> um, but that's, that's, that's basically the gist. You'll face the first mate as part of your general knowledge, so Ant will ask those questions, and then you'll face the captain in the uh. captain's cabin, moi, with the specialty questions. Maybe that's why we're trending in France, because you, you say moi, and you have said au revoir a couple times, so maybe that's why we're trending so high on the France charts. And I do make English words into French words quite often as well. This is true. That explains a lot. It just, it just is my thing, really. We're big in France. We are. Previously, top, top previously 50. Top yep. 50 podcast, uh, wrestling yep. podcast in France. Just uh, Previously top five, previously top eight, previously top 20. <laughs> it's, it, it's a gradual slide, but a, a slow bit. slide, which is nice. But we'll also slide back up. I know that's not how slides work, but it'll happen. <laughs> we'll be the awkward fuckers walking up the slide that just annoys everybody else. Yeah, right. That like... <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, can you get your kid off the slide? He's climbing up the slide. <laughs> and then you just get pissed off and you just take out the legs and then it's just, yep. yes, yeah, it's, it's a shit show for everybody because they're fucking headbutting you. Hit, and... Your kid just hit my kid. Well, your kid was climbing up the slide, so I don't know what you want. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you want? <laughs> Obey God. the bloody slide etiquette, you stupid woman. Sorry, your kid doesn't. Yeah, to me, immediately we all. I think we're both picturing the same angry woman who's complaining. <laughs> I think if it was a dad, they just wouldn't care. They're just like, oh, no. whatever. Yeah, I'm not it. getting involved. I'm just quite happy just getting rid of responsibility for the child for at least five minutes. Um, you know how much? Uh, you know how much corn costs at a pirate market? Oh, yeah. Go on. A, bu- bu- a buccaneer. <laughs> A buck and ear. Get it? Because a buck and ear is a pirate term, but also a buck and ear means a dollar and ear of corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. That's 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 where this has gone. This is gonna get us back up in the French market. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> I'm doing it for the ratings. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <For now. sighs> right, hold them in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is supposed to be really serious, and you're taking the piss. You're right. I'll stop taking pisses. This is like the most serious thing you'll ever do, and you're just mocking it. All right, I'm done. I'm ready. Mocking the I, should, I, should, I should get some, some kind of focus, because I don't. I'm not trying to get housed here. Especially considering I've picked an area of specialty, but again, it's all it's all on, on the on the quiz, asker. Yes. Depending on how I'm, yeah, I could you your your specialty is Brock Lesnar from 2012 to current. I could be like on the on the April 25th 2015 <laughs> episode of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> what kind of pants was Brock Lesnar wearing? Uh tracksuit. That would probably be the answer. Yes. Yeah. Boom. Track pants. Guaranteed black. one point in the bag. Black track pants with some sort of white stripe or design on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the concept. I mean, this is the pilot, you know, so don't expect this. to. This is why we're tagging this on the end of an episode rather than being the uh-huh. episode. Because we just want to trial it and just see how it goes. And it's just a little bit fun. If you've stuck with this episode 
all the way through. This is kind of like a little treat at the end. A little bit. And you get a lot of pirate jokes, apparently. I mean, I I thought that was a, a given. Apparently, more like apparently. Get it, because oh, pirates have parrots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a good old time. COVID-19 can't keep me down. <laughs> nope. Um... So, um, I, I mean, who do, do you want to face the questions first? Um, In the first ever first round. And by the way, this isn't canon, so whatever we get doesn't carry over to when the series actually starts. Yeah, this is very much a litmus test, and yes. like, you, like you said, a pilot. Again, this is a series that we do like, but we fully recognize the kinks that have to be worked out. So actually, you're probably witnessing... This is like watching the... Like the pilot episode of a great TV show or like some behind-the-scenes footage. Exactly. Mm. It's like season one of The Office and some bloopers, you know, added to it. So you get to see like some behind-the-scenes footage and kind of, you know. jokes. Exactly. Once this series is really off the ground and running, you can come back to this episode and really see how the series came to be. Or if you already know this episode is in your head, you can be like, oh, I remember the pilot and how they're figuring things out. And yeah, but we do have to like – I figure the questions that we ask each other, we can definitely – off the air, we'll kind of go back and be like, oh, that was too specific. This was too broad. This yeah. was good. This was bad. So that way we can really finalize the shit out of it. It's like we're be... an organized podcast or something. It's bizarre. It is. For as much as we present that we're not, we most <laughs> definitely are. Or in this case, we most definitely are. But yeah, we are. <laughs> Just don't acknowledge them, dits. Don't acknowledge them and they'll go away. They'll go away. I'm not proud of myself. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be doing this, but I just can't not do it. Um, right. So, see, it's so annoying. <laughs> like, here's, here's a kink already, people, is the fact that I have the questions in my notes um, oh. on my phone. And I also need to start a timer, which is also on my phone. So I need to somehow switch between the two. Dum-dum-dum-dum. I do the timer. You could do the timer. Could do the timer. That is a genius idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that. That's why there's two people here. That makes sense. Do that. Um, I said, I mean, like, I could do it. I won't, but, like, I could. Do the timer. All right. Timer it is. And start. <laughs> <laughs> so you want... A so I'm being asked questions first? You are being, being asked, asked questions first. first. Uh, I don't May want to be asked questions first. Oh, well, it's a tough shit. Fair enough. I'm, I'm the captain you, here. You strike a, you strike a hard bargain. <laughs> Bar. Bargain. Jesus. Um, timer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, set it at one minute and make it audible so when it's when it goes off, we know. And I know when to stop How talking. What was the quiz episode of uh, Dits on Wrestling? I don't know. I they For, like, the first 25 minutes, they were just making stupid pirate jokes back and forth. I didn't even make it to the quiz. No, I'll, I'll put it this way. If if we're doing the, the, the quiz proper when this series actually gets off the ground, at this point, we'll probably be on round two. Mm. Okay. Just so you know. Hold on. I want to make... I want to know what... Okay, got it. I'm, I'm doing the timer. I was just going to do, like, stopwatch, but I know you want, like, a little thingy, so beep, beep, beep. I'll do an official, beep, like, beep, beep, beep. timer. Yeah, so it'll be, like, I'm going to try one out right now. Let's see. Oh, that's five minutes, not five seconds. And I'll be able to gauge if you're cheating or not, by the way, with timings, because I do have I a clock here. I wouldn't cheat. Uh... Yep, there we go. How's that? You liking it? That'll do. 
that, that'll do. I'm not about to cheat. I'm not some fucking. <laughs> not, I don't even know what the word. Some fucking. That would be crazy. Some. I picture somebody taking the quiz and has like three other people at their house with like computers ready to like <laughs> look up every question. Yeah, that'd be. Yes, no, nobody's going to take this too seriously. But a leaderboard could change all that. This is true, and especially with the amazing prizes that we're giving out. Oh, absolutely. A golden anchor. I mean, come on. Yep. That's completely metaphorical. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very, very real in respect. Yes. It's perfectly designed by uh, moi. Yep. It's ergonomic. That's for, that's, for, that's, how, that's for our French fans, that one. Yep. Moi. That means me in France. It but does. They already know. It, but, they, uh, they, yeah, they're, they're clued in on their For language. the uninitiated, that means me in French. <laughs> Right, okay, right. So as soon as you say go, um, the questions will be answered. So you're in, so my asked, general knowledge. Should I say? So, yeah, so first round is general knowledge. Oh, and so you knocked out the – I know we spoke about it off um, offline, but you the, the rules and stuff. So if once you ask a question, if I answer it, whether I get that question right or wrong – you're moving on to the next question. If yes. I pass, if I pass on that question, I cannot go back to that question. You ever cannot. Again. There we go. That Just might so change though. We'll see how this is. Yeah, this is why we do a pilot. You know, it might not work, and we might go. You know, let's give him a chance to go back and answer the question. Right. Hey, you we'll might. See. We're working the kinks out. Exactly. We'll see how it goes. Um, Get out them kinks. Gar. Uh, Ready? What do you want? <laughs> you are. Yeah, so I bet, yeah, I will acknowledge anything that you give me apart from a pass. So if you pass, I literally move on. If you get a question right, I'll go correct. If you get a question wrong, I'll go incorrect. And I'll tell you the correct answers at the end. Copy. There we go. Copy nice and simple. That's Copy what we that. like. That's what we like. Nice and simple. So I'm ready when you Okay. Are. All right, so I'm just going to say go. And, and then, then as soon as I say go, that means I'm starting the timer. And that yes. means you are asking me the questions. Yes. Okay, ready. I'm going to do a ready, set, go. <clears throat> ready, set, go. What year did World Wrestling Federation transition to World Wrestling Entertainment? Fuck. Incorrect. 2009? Incorrect. And what name did John Cena first use in his wrestling career? The prototype. Correct. When did the first WrestleMania air? Like year? Yep. 1985. Correct. Who won the inaugural WWE King of the Ring tournament? Bret Hart. Incorrect. Oh, no. Fuck. You're right. Damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> In what stadium has every Wrestle Kingdom taken place? Tokyo Dome. Correct. Goldberg's famous winning streak was ended by which WCW superstar? Kevin Nash. Correct. What was the name of the event that WWE held in Japan in 2015? Don't know. Pass. At which event did the Elimination Chamber first debut? Pass. What was the name of the stable featuring Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, and Adam Rose? I will give you a chance the to answer that question. Sorry, I don't know how to stop the timer. <laughs> uh, the... Fuck. Fuck! I will no longer give you any time to answer that question. Um, oh, that was interesting. That was, that was tense. How many questions did you get through? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That was the ninth question. So about what you said before we start recording. So ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got five. 
You got five points in that one. I did, five out of nine. Um, so the ones you didn't get right, what year did WWF transition to WWE? 2002. Oh, really? I had no fucking idea. I did not remember. Um, who won the inaugural WWE King of the Ring tournament? Don Morocco. Yep. Uh, which one else? Uh, what was the name of the event that WWE held in Japan in 2015? It was a house show called Beast in the East. That's I, I remember. That's where Balor beat Balor Joe. Owens. Oh, Balor beat Owens for the belt. Yep. I remember the event and the matches. Didn't remember the name. Uh, at which event did the Elimination Chamber first debut? Survivor Series. Oh, mm-hmm. good call. Did not remember that. Um, what year was that? That was, I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I think it was like 2002, 2002 2003, yeah, one. I, I, th- I think it was 03. Yeah, it was either 03 or 04, because Eric, Eric Bischoff was around around that time, so I would say 03, 04. That's what I go, go with. Um, it could have been 02, actually. I don't know. Somewhere in that range. I don't know. Uh, what was the name of the stable featuring Bo Dallas, Kurt Saxel, Heath Slater, and Adam Rose? It was The Social Outcasts. I was thinking it was the B squad or whatever, and then I was like, nope, that was just Axel and Bo, and I can remember. And the only reason I the only reason I put that question in is because I was literally watching something on Twitter as I was doing the questions. I was like, oh, that's a good question. I'll put that in there. How many you had more questions, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven more questions on top of that. Copy that. I kinda wanna know what they were. I mean I can tell you afterwards because they are going into the pool for everybody else. Oh, this is true. We will that, so, that that that's a fair point. I was gonna say just ask them and we won't count it, but I was like, nope, they're gonna go into so the pool. So I will never delete every other fucking question that I've asked because nobody. So I got it. five, five or a nine. Now, do I? Does my specialty round go now, or are we going uh, so with you? My general knowledge this time round. Your general knowledge. Obviously, usually it would just be a case of them doing it, so it would be their right. general knowledge and their. Right. And then I think we found a nice little. If you've started to ask a question. As the timer is ending, you can answer that question, even though... Obviously, not a piss-take amount of time. <laughs> no, but like, like the, you started asking, yes. for, specifically in this, and you asked that social outcast question, you started asking it with like four seconds left on the timer, and then you gave me roughly another like three seconds to answer it once the timer went off. So yeah. I think that was pretty good. See, I'm pretty proud of myself. Five out of nine. I'll take it. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. So over half? I'll take it. Right. Uh, I'll do the time on my end. Copy that. This is where it doesn't go off. See, everyone's learning, like, the process of this thing. It's fantastic. We're learning. Yikes, that's loud as fuck. Yeah, I put that right next to the... Uh... I like it. <laughs> I don't think I even heard it through the mic. I think I heard it in the world. From... <laughs> uh... Oh, perfect. He's a pirate. Pirates of the Caribbean. There you go. Jack Sparrow. But why is the rum gone? How loud? There we go. Perfect. Right, you can shut You're... up now. I thought you were going to leave it on while you were answering. I was like, this is fantastic. Do it. <laughs> oh, the tension. There will be some music playing. Tension. Not in this, because I can't be bothered editing that in. But in the actual proper thing, it will be a thing. The tension mounts. Oh, yes. Um, right. So, I guess, same again. When I say go... Uh-huh. Um, I press the timer and you start ask, ask firing questions at me. Yes. Are you ready to go? I am ready to go. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. What was Hulk Hogan's last WWF pay-per-view appearance before he went to WCW? Pass. Who did The Undertaker beat at WrestleMania the year before he lost to Brock? Oh, uh, uh. Triple H? Incorrect. 
Triple H paid Rikishi to run down Stone Cold Steve Austin at which of the big four pay-per-views? Oh, my God. Uh, Royal Rumble. Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) What promotion was Stone Cold Steve Austin at immediately prior to being in the WWF? ECW. Correct. What was Shawn Michaels' original finisher? Pass. The first official TLC match happened at what pay-per-view? WrestleMania. Incorrect. Damn it! The NWO debuted at what pay-per-view in WCW? Uh, sold out. The NWO debuted at what pay-per-view in WWF? Ah. There's the timer. I got one more for you. This this one's kind of up your alley. And we'll count it if you get it. <laughs> okay. Kurt Angle debuted at what pay-per-view? Oh, my God. God, I thought you know this for sure. It doesn't have to be the specific year. It's just that pay-per-view. Okay, I'll make it easier. Kurt Angle's first loss was to who? That doesn't help. Really? (laughs) Oh, man, I thought you'd get these for sure. He's your boy. He's on your Rushmore. I suck. (laughs) Taz? Yeah, that was his first loss. There Uh, you go. I'll count that. (laughs) Please let me count that. That's fine. That would be two. Fuck. I count that. <laughs> All right, okay. Let, let, wait, yeah. The TLC one, I fucked it off. Well, okay, so what was Hulk Hogan's last pay-per-view appearance before he went to WCW? I... King, King of the Ring. Okay, would never go that. Oh, sorry, damn. Well, so uh, who did Undertaker beat at the Mania before he lost to Brock? CM Punk. Oh, he beat yeah. Punk to go 21-0. Um, Triple H paid Rikishi to run down Austin at which of the big four pay-per-views? It was at Survivor Series. Right. I wasn't going with a specific one. I was going to count it if you just said Survivor Series. I wasn't looking for, like, Survivor Series this specific year. Um, <laughs> and date. And, and date. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what promotion was Stone Cold Steve Austin at before he went to WWF immediately? Uh, ECW. That was correct. Yeah. Um, My one what was Shawn Michaels' original finisher? It was – officially it was the – No. It was officially the teardrop suplex, but I was just basically like a side suplex. Great. I would have accepted any type of suplex answer. <laughs> um, the first official TLC match happened at what pay-per-view? So they had the ladder match that involved uh, Dudley's Edge and Christian and the Hardys at WrestleMania 2000, but that wasn't officially billed as a TLC match. The first official TLC match was at SummerSlam 2000. Yeah. I was just going to accept SummerSlam if you yeah. said SummerSlam. I knew that uh, fucking, as soon as I fucking got it wrong. The NWO <laughs> debuted at what pay-per-view in WCW? Bash of the Beach. Yes. Why didn't now I say you, that? Now you get it. <laughs> and I thought you'd get it because we spoke about it in the rankings episode with yeah. Headlock. When yeah. we did our gimmicks. I don't know why I said sold out. It was in my head for some reason. <laughs> well, sold out. It's kind of like an NWO pay-per-view. I don't know why I was going to say NCAA. That doesn't make sense. Um... And then follow-up to that one, uh, no, separate question, but the NWO debuted at what pay-per-view in no WWF? Yes, now, now you get it, man. See, no, I, I, see I, 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 the timer went on that one, so... That's true. I didn't get it. Um, and then Kurt Angle debuted at what pay-per-view? He de- debuted at Survivor Series 99. And Kurt Angle's first loss was to Taz. So officially, you got one out of <laughs> one... You got one, two, three, four, five incorrect, and you passed on two. So you got one out of eight. Great. 
But I, then afterwards, I knew the other three. So I would have got four if I was thinking about back. what I was doing. But okay, that's not it, great. The, the time is a lot of pressure on you because you're thinking like, oh, yeah. man, I got to answer these questions. I got to do this. But like, like, honestly, like my my tactic that I'm going to be going with now is if I don't know, like if I feel like I don't know the question in the first like five words you're going with, I'm going I'm passing. Oh, right. yeah, that's why I was it's a whole code. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Pass. Um, fuck, right. That's bad. Do you want now? And now we go back to me for back my specific for specialty questions on Brett the Hitman Hart. I think I, I, I feel like I don't know what my actual specialty was. I just said Bret Hart because he's my favorite wrestler of all time, and now I'm actually curious to know <laughs> if I made a terrible mistake here. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Right. I am. Uh, let me just add that. Jim will not waste it. I, really I got five out of and we add these two rounds together, right? Yes, we do. So, uh, yeah, it comes up with the uh, the total amount, and that's what goes on the leaderboard at the end for everybody to see. I got five out of nine first round, and you got one out of eight. That's what we're looking at right yes. now. Okay. You keep reminding me of that, right? I don't have to Okay. Okay. Um, right. right, so... Uh, yeah, so yeah, you're, you're, you are in control of the timer, so as and when you're ready, you shout go at me, and away we go. Do that same thing. I'm going to do a ready, set, go, and then I'm going to hit the button. Yes. Okay, copy that. Ready, set, go. Who did Bret Hart co-win the 1994 Royal Rumble with? Lex Luger. Correct. What was Bret Hart's first proposed gimmick in WWE? Don't remember. Pass. <laughs> what year did Bret get inducted into the WWE Hall of Pass. Fame? Brett had his acting debut in a deleted scene in what 1994 Pass. movie? Pass. Who did Brett defeat in his first WCW match? Pass. Brett Hart's two King of the Ring victories came in which years? Oh, fuck, pass. Brett made his in-ring debut with which promotion? Stampede Wrestling. Correct. Who were the original members of the Hart Foundation? Brett Hart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart and Jimmy Hart, technically. Correct. How many WWE World titles did Brett Hart win? Like how many championship runs? Yep. Five. Correct. What is the name of the junior ice hockey team that Bret Hart founded? The Hitmen. The Hitmen. The Calgary Hitmen. Oh, fucking hell. Good job. <laughs> Correct. What year did Bret appear on WWE Raw to, re re to reconcile with Shawn Michaels? Oh, don't know. Pass. So you got five All right, again. Alarm. I get it. You got five again. again. Okay. On your specialty. Ooh. You didn't think I was good. You, some I, of me, I, I came, I came up with that. I was literally going through. I was like, these are really easy. Or oh, they, they seemed easy to me. And I was like, I know I'll fucking throw him off for this um, ice hockey question. But gee, fair play to you. Have you ever seen the jerseys for him? Um, yeah, I looked because I, I was on Wikipedia for that question. Uh, um, and apparently, yeah, caused a bit of controversy. So they changed I knew, it. And then changed I it back in that. 1996. There you go. Yeah. I did. I knew the. I'm mad at the King of the Ring one because I know what happened. I don't know the years. Well, I'm about to tell you. Get ready for this. Um, so, which one did you get? Uh, so, what was Bret Hart's first proposed gimmick in WWE? Mm -hmm. Cowboy. Oh, that's right. He had the stupid fucking tan hat and the, um, uh, like the vest that doesn't close type thing. Good call. <laughs> uh, I, I fucking knew that. I panicked. <laughs> Uh, what year did Brett get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? 2006. Genuinely no idea on that one. Uh, Brett had his acting debut in a deleted scene in what 1994 movie? Natural Born Killers. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. 
I don't know if you got this one. Who did Brett defeat in his first WCW match? Didn't get it. Ric Flair. Uh. Um, Bret Hart's two King of the Ring victories came in which years? Okay, okay, and 93? And 93. I knew 93 because that's the year he won it. Like, won it, won it. And that damn. Uh, what year did Brett appear on WWE Raw to reconcile with Shawn Michaels? 2010. No idea. And on that seeing one. as these are your specialty questions, I will add. I'll get. I'll give you the 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 other three that I have, and just see how you go. Ooh, okay. Uh, Brett debuted in WCW as a special guest referee for a match involving who? Oh, Sting and Hogan, Starcade '98 or Incorrect. seven. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's right. He interfered. Ooh, that is true, but Alfred. not the first one. No, yeah, and they botched the fuck out of that. Um, I don't know. Uh, Eric Bischoff and Larry Zabisco. Oh, yeah. Fuck, good call. Mm. Uh, what was the first championship match that Brett competed in whilst in WCW? United States title. TV. And oh. at what event did Bret Hart win his first WWE world title? Uh, fuck, like a Coliseum video house show against Ric Flair. Yeah, superstars. I would have accepted that. Oh, it was a super. I can't. I, yeah, I knew what it was. I didn't know what the name was. You know what's super annoying is I ironically, and I should have known that because I was looking it up. I was trying to watch that on the network. It's not on the network. Really? I can't find it. I've gone through superstars. I've typed in like every keyword possible for Bret Hart, Ric Flair, superstars, Coliseum video, like different types of things. It's on YouTube in two different parts, like two 15-minute videos that you can watch it on. I was literally trying to find it like last week, and I couldn't. That's odd. Yeah, it's super odd. Mm. I don't know why. And maybe if someone's listening to this and you hear this and it is on there and I was searching for it incorrectly, I would love for you to tell me what it's under um, because I genuinely spent like 25 minutes trying to find it and I couldn't. Yeah. I'd like to watch that. I'd like to watch that. It's not a bad. It comes out of nowhere. I remember seeing it when I was little, and I didn't. Oh, I didn't know like what I saw it on video, obviously. Um, but I, I had like no. It was just so weird because I had never heard that. That's how like Brett won his first title, and it comes out of nowhere. You can tell the crowd like it was not expecting that whatsoever. It's a bit bizarre that that's the way they went with it. To be honest, it was going. I think there was there was something going on with like Flair and Hogan. It's part of a larger thing and they had to get the belt off of flair so they had to drop it to brett and it was in and with that house show that episode of superstars is in canada yes so the crowd goes like quite crazy for it yeah huh. huh. well there you go you did not you did not think i was gonna get the calgary hitman no did i didn't i was like yeah he's not getting that <laughs> i actually wanted jersey like those jerseys were sweet when they first came out i thought they were pretty neat yeah. I'll take that for another five. So I got five out of nine again. Yeah. How many questions did I ask in that one? Maybe uh, 11. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven. So five, five out of eleven. So I got ten so far. Yeah. Well, ten, ten's your final. Ten's your final. Yeah, what did I say? Five? Yeah, five and five. I, know why I said five. Five plus five is ten. Yeah, boy. But why's the rum gone? Um... Yeah, okay, so I have one. <laughs> or are we counting the Kurt Angle one? I'm not. Damn it. <laughs> so I need to get I nine. Want, I don't want to set that precedent. Shit. Right, okay. I don't even know this specialty topic. I just fucking threw it out there just to 
Damn, really? I was hoping this was like your bread and butter. No, it is not. (laughs) Now I feel like you're not going to get a lot. Oh, you might get it. I'll probably get like one. You might get some. We'll see. Um, Are you ready to uh, fire away? I am. Fuck's sake, here we go. It's going to be a train wreck again. This is why I won't go on any other quiz shows. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, right. So when I say go, obviously, yeah, timer starts. Three, two, one, go. For the first SmackDown on Fox, Brock beat Kofi in how many seconds? Seven. Incorrect. When Lesnar returned in April of 2012, who was the Raw GM? Uh, Vicky. Incorrect. <laughs> who did Brock Lesnar defeat at the, at the 2012 SummerSlam upon his return? Uh, oh, he broke uh, triple, his arm. Uh, triple H. Oh, correct. Lesnar returned again in January 2013 on an episode of Raw. Who did he attack? Mark Henry. Incorrect. Damn it. What was Undertaker's record heading into the Mania where he lost to Brock? Uh, 21 and 0. Correct. What Mania did Brock end the streak at? 30. Correct. How many staples did Randy Orton need when Lesnar busted him open at SummerSlam? Eight. Incorrect. Lesnar defeated Goldberg for the Universal title at what pay-per-view? Uh, WrestleMania 33. Ooh, correct. Who distracted Brock at SummerSlam 2018, causing him to lose to Roman Reigns? Uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, correct again. Oh. So you got one, two, three, four, five. I'll take that. I got my, I got my, I got my last two. You ready? Yeah, go on. How many people did Brock eliminate in this year's Royal Rumble? Thirteen. Ooh, correct. And who did Brock replace in last year's Money in the Bank? Uh, Sami Zayn. Oh, okay. There you go. So you're good on current things. <laughs> I am good with wrestlers that have hockey teams. <laughs> Damn it. So um, who was the Raw GM when Brock Lesnar returned? John Laurinaitis. Yep, correct. Fuck's sake. Correct. Um, Lesnar returned in January 2013 on Raw. Who did he attack? Vince. Vince McMahon. That, why? What? How do you know them all when we go back? I know. I know. Because I've had time to fix it. I play on it. And I go, yes, yeah, fucking Vince. Come on. Um, Brock beat Co- uh, for the first SmackDown on Fox. Brock beat Kofi in how many seconds? Eight. Ten seconds. Ten. Oh, damn. And then that's also the same answer for how many staples did Randy Orton need when Lesnar busted him open? Ten staples. Oh, that was two off. No, you're very close. Um, those were, I felt, were the most specific, specific ones. Um, but I went kind of like mixed up. But you did good. You got, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. You got five. I'll take that. And six in total. Not great. You but... know what we might do, I think, to save time? I think we should not say whether it was correct or incorrect and save it for the end. Ooh. That way you don't have to waste, like, another one, one and a half seconds each saying correct or, or like we, whatever or we add on time sure to or we don't ask any questions no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or we just fob the quiz off completely you got five out of ten or well five out of no how many did i ask that yeah five out of nine <laughs> and then if i would have asked all 11 that i had you would have had seven out of 11 that's not too bad no it's pretty good hmm. so I, I won 10 to 6 on this first one well done you are the, the, the first champion and winner yeah. of the Golden Anchor. Mm. Outside of canon. 
All the other challengers that come on the show, you can pry that golden anchor from my fucking dead <laughs> corpse hands. Good luck. Um, how do you think that went, Ant? How do you think that went? I liked it. I yeah. I think the hardest thing with it um, is trying to figure out a balance of like what is too specific and what's not. Um, I think that would be the only thing really to knock out. And for those of you listening, I think we would both welcome feedback in that regard. If somebody yeah. wanted to tweet at us, something, give some comments in the episode was too specific, not, not specific enough. Um, I think we have to, I think that could use a little tweakage, but I think overall, I think, I think it was good. I mean, for, I'll, I'll speak from my perspective. I think the questions you asked me, I thought they were all both the general knowledge and the specialty round. I thought they were both like pretty fair. There was nothing that I was like, what like like, like yeah. you said before, which I thought was like a great little example of how many steps did Stone Cold take to get to the ring at Royal Rumble <laughs> yeah. such and such. Yeah, at Royal Rumble 98, <laughs> how many steps did Stone Cold Steve Austin take to get from the entrance to the ring? You'd be like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. I figured that, like, yeah. Oh, my specialty is Royal Rumble. Got it. How far from the <laughs> ring is the guardrail? At every Royal Rumble, in in the using the metric system, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. So from my perspective, I thought the questions you asked me, I thought they were pretty fair. I thought they were, like, they were something that if you watch wrestling, you should know, yeah, or could know. And they weren't like too abstract. They weren't too minute and too detailed. I thought it was good. Um, I, but I guess for I guess from your perspective, then how many, like, how did you feel? How did you feel about it, and how did you feel about my questions? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, li- I mean, I like a good quiz anyway, but like, I like the, I like the con. I, like, I mean, I like Mastermind, the actual TV shows. So I like the fact that we can do this on here. So, um, but I think when it's up and running, and we have the whole theme and all that kind of stuff, I think it's going to work really well. It's going to be fun, and it'll be a laugh. That's the main. I found thing. it very it's interesting that at first I thought like. With my questions that I asked you, I was like, damn, I went too specific. But then knowing that, like, you literally answered everything perfectly when the timer was off, it made me feel like, oh, okay, I felt like you just, like, not – I feel like you were just, like, it, it with, the, with, the, with the timer going, the you were pressure. just like, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> but then you knew, yeah, like, everything on the second go around. Yeah, annoyingly. <laughs> I'm always – I'm always nervous. Quiz stuff annoys me, too, to a degree because, as you and I have spoken off air, I'm good with – like, I'm good if you tell me, like, oh, at WrestleMania, like, 15, even, or, like, anything, and you'll be, I'll be like, I don't fucking know. But if you tell me, like, what the main event was of that WrestleMania, I know, like, what happened at all those other things. I'm not great with, like, dates or, like, years or knowing, like, I, I pinpoint everything with, like, certain matches. That's how I, like, use them as, like, my reference point. So I'm always afraid for, like, quiz things of it being, like, oh, yeah, like, who was the champ in like August of 2012? I'd be like, I don't know in 2012. I don't know where I was in 2012, let alone. <laughs> what I was like, I don't know. But I thought it was, I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was a good time. It was good. And I think, I, I mean, I've, I think you've kind of got the gist here and this is probably how it's going to go going like going forward. But um, we're going to be focusing, I'd say probably like, I mean, the general knowledge questions anyway um, on the mainstream stuff like WWE and then everything that falls under that umbrella, WCW, ECW. Um, I had to, I did have a few questions that branched out a little bit from that. Yes, um, so like I, I like impact, that. Impact, Ring of Honor, but like they were just like the odd ones that will catch somebody out. But most of it is like the mainstream. Stuff. I like that a lot. I I was that's what I did with my general knowledge. And again, you and I. Like, I was saying that you did have a New Japan question. So. I did have a New Japan question, the Tokyo Dome question. Mm. And I was trying to. That was my thing. And you and I spoke about it earlier, offline again. Um, 
I was like, you know, general knowledge, is it just WWE? Are we doing like wrestling like overall? And like there was the same thing with mine. Like I know you are more geared towards WWE. So like the things that I didn't pick that were WWE, I, I figured like like again, like even the, the ECW question for Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's still Austin related. And I thought like the WCW ones, because they were tied to NWO, they were like mainstream enough and big enough that like the casual like viewer or person would know. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. And then obviously, if if somebody comes on, they go, "My specialty is, um, yes. like a that ra- you could name like a and random fucking promotion that I don't even know about," and I go, "Yeah, we'll do that, and we'll just research anything. questions, you know." So yeah, my, yeah, my specialty is like the New Japan G One from 2011 to 2017, and we could be like, "Okay, yeah, that's that's the that's the perk of this thing. That's the that's the the magic of it." What color were Okada's boots during the 2016 G1? <laughs> One question. I actually would know the answer to this question. Uh, what were Ric Flair's... What, what color were Ric Flair's boots when he special guest refereed Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Undertaker at Backlash 2002? Correct answer, red. I was going to say red. Yeah. But that's pretty much his standard. I mean, I feel like red is his go-to attire. Red, the I green... Mean he should, he, I mean, he should wear black to go with the uniform, but... Hey, but he's Ric Flair, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to do his thing. Styling, I think... profiling. I think he's tremendously overrated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there you go. Captain's cabin, pilot, in the bag. In the bag. And the... I, I, it's safe to say it's going to come back. I think so. I like and this. I've plugged I like it, it a lot. to come back as well. So <laughs> That's true. Um, and won't stop. A&T won't stop. Um, previous guest on draft that is coming on to do um, to do a stint in the uh, captain's cabin himself. So that should be fun. i to put him through the fucking ringer. He's going to go do well. Ooh. And then there'll be, like, there'll be something, like... This thing won't... Obviously, we've been recording, like, for 40 minutes for this quiz. Um, it won't take that long, because we'll just quickly, like, discuss it and then get straight into it. So, it'll probably, like, a 15-minute thing, but because we've been, obviously, talking about other stuff and uh, playing with kinks. And I hope, I hope that's been enjoyable, by the way, um, listening to us, like, the kinks turning and the cogs yeah. turning, you know, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, just kind of, like, like, how we work, how we operate. Yeah. Let you see behind the fourth wall a little bit. Yeah. Um, nice. But it's, yeah, it's nice. We're giving you a bit of a double. Obviously, we had to change things around because um, what we had originally planned, um, you know, mm-hmm. fell, fell through. Um, yep. Some but... people don't like to stick to their commitments. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. But uh, you yeah, you got a bit of a double feature out of it, which is good. So you had AEW, uh, like my thoughts on this week's show, you know, kind of following on from uh, last week's show. Um, so go and check out last week's show. Um, so you kind of get the gist of what we're talking about, even though you don't really need to watch it. But do, um, and then this a nice little double feature. Double feature is always good because you yeah. could have like a single feature, but the only thing better than a single feature is a double feature. Correct. So you just got a double. You got featured twice. Yes, two features. Amazing stuff. It's just it just only on the Dow Pod. Only here. And if you are listening to this and you were like, no, this other podcast I listened to had a double feature, you're incorrect. They didn't. <laughs> Um, but uh, take us home dude like give us some plugs oh some plugs yeah I can give some plugs I'm Anthony I'm the co-host on this Dow pod find me on Twitter at wagons underscore warpaths the reason that is my Twitter handle is because I am the host of the wagons and warpaths podcast it is a Buffalo sports talk podcast a weekly Buffalo sports talk podcast find me on uh, Apple iTunes Spotify and Stitcher if you go into the 
Linktree in my Twitter bio. You can find all the links to all the episodes ever made by that podcast and all the various platforms that they stream on. I'm also a featured writer at LastWordOnProFootball.com covering trending stories in the NFL and also the Buffalo Bills. And I'm the champion on this quiz right now. Amazing. And uh, <laughs> I highly do not recommend that you listen to his shitty podcast. So there's, that's hurtful. That's that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. That's good because I, I was, I was gonna, in my next episode, I was going to go over proper quiz winning strategies, so you wouldn't be interested in that. <laughs> Boom! Oh, his pod sucks. I, I listened to like a few episodes of your show, and like even though I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, I still enjoy it. So there's that. I appreciate that. So I appreciate that. It's been a long journey with that. I've also got a lot of different, as you know, like different episodes in the bank before i was just doing buffalo sports stuff and there's some disney world things and yeah, wrestling good. things and mickey mouse and special appearances and you know things just for the children you know um plugs my end um you can you find plug your me. stuff oh sh- <laughs> gar uh you can find me <laughs> on twitter um, oh, at, you son of a bitch! There we go. At Dits on Wrestling, you can find all my stuff on there. So uh, my wrestling stuff, my gaming stuff, my YouTube stuff, it's all on there. So if you want to come talk to me, come talk to me. Um, you are listening to this podcast on a podcasting platform of some description. So this is probably the, f- the one you always use. But we are available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the rest, basically. Um, but if you are on Apple, give us a five-star review. Throw in a little review there as well. And if you're on Spotify, follow us and then do all the equivalent stuff on all the other apps. Um, and then it's on YouTube as well. My YouTube channel. I do wrestling. I do gaming. I do everything in between, but There's not so really. <laughs> so many options. So go subscribe to that as well. I think, I think I'm like free away from 50 subscribers. So get me there. That'd be fun. Um, but next week on the show... Oh, boy. Now, you... you I mean, I'm, I'm just going to assume, but if you didn't enjoy it, then... You are not human. We did the worst WrestleMania card ever for WrestleMania, obviously. Uh, And it was a pre-show experience where we basically just pre-showed the hell out of it. Created our own little universe, our own little match build-ups, some storylines, matches, gimmick matches, all that kind of stuff. We are returning with that next week, but we're doing, obviously, Money in the Bank. Yes, and this, this Money in the Bank worst card ever theme will continue in the universe which we have set in motion with our worst WrestleMania cards. So yes. we fully recommend, this isn't just to plug that, but we fully recommend you go back and listen to that worst WrestleMania card ever match. You know, you want to see, yeah, who won all the matches. You want to know between Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy in their ladder match, you know, who was the first one to build a ladder and win that match. You want to know <laughs> who won that main event between Nia and Tamina in the shadows match <laughs> chasing shadows match chasing shadows Classic. match Classic. yeah um everyone wants the red to see light. a game of tag at wrestlemania correct that's a, that was like you want to know who came out of that as the champ you want to see the red light district match where there were hookers around the ring as lumberjacks there's a lot of things <laughs> going on um so it's important to know in order to know where you're going you have to know where you came from yeah and where we're going and where we're going to be with this money in the bank card you should hit that WrestleMania card so you know how we got there and mm-hmm. why we got there. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a big event. It is. I'm very excited. Location TBC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not, that will be released live uh, on yes. episode. Live. 
kind of. In fact, you could actually, because the episode drops on a Sunday, you could actually listen to our pre-show of the actual pre-show, and you'll probably enjoy it a lot more. Oh, yeah, you might. So it's also great. that's a thing. That's that okay. should be a thing. France loves it. France loves it. They are big, big fans of the worst card ever named. They're just they're James just huge fans of Tamina, Tamina, so they saw that we booked her in the main <laughs> as the champ, and they were like, yes! Yeah! Suck le bleu! fucking love it how many how many french people did i just offend with whatever i just said i don't even know what that means how many english people have i offended every time i say a word in an english accent true Pro- probably probably a lot the whole nation the whole nation, the whole nation. um but yeah that's yeah that's next week very exciting stuff but i uh, hope you enjoyed this double feature and if i mean i've split this in terms of when you can listen to it. i've put the time stamps up so if you've only listened to the quiz Go back and listen to the first half because you should anyway. If you're a fan of this podcast, listen to the whole thing. But if you stuck by for the whole thing, then uh, thank you. That's very nice yeah, of you. Thank you. Yes. Be, be, be better. Do yes. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week for uh, some Money in the Bank pre-show.